Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is a good one. I think we're the only show that could play Backstreet Boys at 12 and this at 1. Not many shows could do that. Not many. Not 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 many. many. Not many would attempt to. Not many can. I was going to let you go. You want to sing it. Heard it through the grapevine. That's Marvin Gaye, too. Yeah. That's all right. I wonder if we get one of the questions today that someone says, I heard it through the grapevine, that this happened, this happened, and then Sirianni and Howie have to answer that. We'll know they're listening. We will. All right, they're coming up at 2.30. Afternoon show will come on after us right to the Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni press conference. 215-592-9494. All right, right back to the phones in a second. But we did get the Baseball Hall of Fame announcement last night, Hugh Douglas, and we're not surprised. We had a discussion yesterday. Do we think Utley, Rollins, both, neither, you know, as far as being Hall of Famers, and neither made the Hall of Fame last night, but I did think it was interesting, uh, the voting total mm-hmm. for the Hall of Fame, because last night it, we got three new members, right? Adrian Beltre made it, and he was a lock. Todd Helton and Joe Maurer. So those are our three uh, guys that got in this year. Billy Wagner, who was here for a brief time Billy. in his career, barely missed. I think he gets in next year. He got 73.8. But, Hugh, the guys we were wondering about, Chase Utley, he ended at 28.8%. Jimmy Rollins at 14 0.8%. Bobby Abreu, who we didn't discuss yesterday, because I don't think most people here think he's a Hall of Famer. He also got 14.8, so the same as Jimmy. Uh, he, here's my takeaway. I think Chase Utley is on track to be, make the Hall of Fame Sounds one Sounds like it, because he went up, didn't it? Didn't it go up? No, he, this was his first oh, year. Oh, the first year. I'm sorry. Jimmy doesn't sound like he's about to get Jimmy's not moving very much, yeah. no. So, so uh, Utley at 28.8%. That's, I mean, Scott Rowland made it in last year, and his first year, I think he was around 10 or 12%. So 28.8 is a pretty good number for a first-year guy that's not, not a lock. I think it means Utley's on his way here in the next you know handful of years. But you're right, Hugh. J-Roll, he had 14.8% this year, 129 last year. Sounds like he's going in the wrong direction. And then the year before, 9. So no, 9, 12, 14. He is moving up. Just not quickly. I'm pretty good at math. Yeah, you know math. Is We're hard, trying to though. count forward or backwards here. Uh, I think Utley's on his on the track. I think Rollins is a little bit stuck here, and I'm not surprised. I think that's the way it could keep going. But I, I do think Utley's going to have a good chance in the years to come to make up some ground and be a you know be a Hall of Famer one day. Bruce is in D.C. What's up, Bruce? All right. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. How are you? How's everybody? What's going on, man? Bruce, what's on your mind today? Yeah, uh, man. Good. Well, uh, hey. Right off the back, um, you know, the whole thing about the coach, coaching in, in Sirianni. Um, Hugh, you made some good points. And, and, and look, look, there's, 
there's some really I, I just hope that Sirianni well, well for one thing let me just say right off the bat um with uh with Howie. Uh I'm lukewarm on him. He's done some great things. Uh but I'm just reserved because he's 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 had a hand obviously in the failures this year. And he and he has to he has to he has to really adjust adjust his line of line of thinking as far as, far as things such as um, where they're going to go in, in, in the direction of the team when it comes down to uh, talent as far as linebackers and then and then uh, and, and some of the other positions especially on, on defense. Now, one of the things that I, you know this whole thing about Sirianni's offense, I don't even want to hear that because it's, his offensive philosophy is absolute trash. They need to go out and get a an offensive coordinator, number one, because if you look at these playoffs and you look at the evolution of Lamar, that's probably a good use case, mm-hmm. right? Okay, you saw how his play elevated. He still had the element of his running game, but they adjusted the, and, 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 and they call plays around that complement his talent level, and that's how he's gotten better. That OC, I, I hope when they screen him, that's what's, but one of the things that – what are you going to do – to be able to help get, coach him up and complement his talents and make him better. And I think that's the most important thing going forward. Because, and then the other thing too, what's your, what's your just, what are you, what kind of, how are you going to scheme on things like uh, what he's going to be facing next year with with things like blitzing? Okay, I can tell you right off the bat. You know, one of the things that you know, I'm mean, one of the things that they did a number of things. They didn't run the they didn't run the twelve uh, the tw- the twelve player package with two tight ends. Sometimes you can go to 21 play with three tight ends. You saw some of that with some of these aggressive teams. Uh, you got the screen plays. You got the pre-motion. You know, you got the pre-snap motion. Uh, you got Jalen under the center. Yeah, and it, Bruce, they're all ways. To, they're all ways to protect your quarterback and, and, and yeah, and to keep him clean. Yep. That's right. So, so these are the kinds of things that we never saw. And get away from all these damn skinny posts and go routes to try to make Jalen. Those things open up if you run plays up the middle. You do good screen plays, and that's the kind of OC that's going to help. And then Jalen can use his legs. When you get when you get him in position, you call plays where you can run either the RPO or, or, or the play action. You know, these are the kinds of things that Jalen thrived up. That's the reason why he was better last year. You, you look at Lamar's numbers. Lamar doesn't have 4,000 yards this year, but he's a better passer. You know, he's, he, he's, he's gotten better. So these are the kind of things that – um, the OC and he's sure. And, and Bruce, I think Lamar's a really good example of how they're going to have to try to improve Jalen. And Bruce, we appreciate because Lamar used to be bad against the Blitz. Lamar has gotten way better against the Blitz, and that Ravens offense has as well. By the way, we got another name here that's being reported for the Eagles' offensive coordinator position. Hugh, the Eagles have interviewed Gerard Johnson for the uh, offensive coordinator position here. Just uh, Gerard Johnson's a former quarterback, played at Texas A&M. He was here for a very brief second in 2011 in training camp, got cut. He didn't have much of a, a, a pro career. He was a um, he was a college player and had some success at Texas A&M, but he had you know cups of coffee with the Steelers, Eagles, Seahawks. Then he went to the CFL. He, he was one of those guys that bounced around. But he's been a coach now for a little while, and he most recently this year was the quarterback coach of the Texans with C.J. Stroud. Before that, assistant quarterback coach with the Vikings last season. But here's the connection to Sirianni. He was the offensive quality control coach with the Colts in Sirianni's last year there. So there's a connection here with Nick Sirianni. Hugh, what do you think? Gerard Johnson, that name. Nope. Out? No, I don't want anybody. Like, listen, 
We might as well keep Brian Johnson then if that's the case. I understand that this is one of those situations where, you know, familiarity, where you, you know, you're familiar with the guy, he knows the coach and all this other stuff. But no, we, we, we've seen this. We've seen this story. So you yeah. want something new? I want something a little bit different. Yeah, a little I, bit different. I don't know enough about Gerard as a coach. You know, I, don't, I don't know if he's got his own ideas or he's just kind of floating around as a quarterback coach. He was interviewed, though. So so what have we heard so far? Who have been the interviews? Is it just Kingsbury and Gerard Johnson? I think that's what we know on offense. Yeah, because we didn't actually – Jim Bob Cooter actually didn't get an interview. His name was just floated. Right. Jim but Bob I think the only official interviews are Kingsbury and – Gerard Johnson. Yes. Do you know what the two have in common? They were quarterbacks. They're looking for someone who knows quarterback. Ooh. Brian Johnson also was a quarterback for what that's worth. I mean, I, and so was Shane Steichen, I believe, when he played. But the Eagles obviously have yeah, a thing here. Brian was a quarterback at Utah, right? Yeah, Utah. Brian was. Yep. Was quarterback but at Utah. The two guys they've interviewed so far were quarterbacks when they played their their uh, their ball. All right, Chuck's in Manor. What's up, Chuck? Hey, yo, hey, Joe Gilio, what's up, man? He was going on. Hey, listen, let me say this, right? Everybody out there who want to sit up here and say we ain't got no patience as a fan base and we supposed to sit up there except with Howie Rosen door. Last time I checked, in 90-something years the Eagles been in existence, we got one Super Bowl, okay? One, all right? The Eagles, the Sixers, the Phillies, Flyers has all felt this fan base, okay? So we're angry and we have a right to be, okay? We're angry right now and we're very bitter and we don't have patience because we, we our teams leave a lot to be desired, okay? And I could feel the pain of those Buffalo Bills fans on Sunday, you know what I mean, when they lost that game to the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Because that fan base reminds me of us. You know, see, we sit up here and everybody want to point the finger at the fan base and say, you know, you know, I had to call you guys had to call a call up early and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, you guys aren't being patient. You know, I think it's the reason why the season ended is the reason why we feel the way we feel about Howie Roseman. But like I said, Howie – has not brought anything to us but one Super Bowl, okay? Yeah, I give him that. We lucked into a Super Bowl in 2017. But let me tell you something, right? The Sixers, just what they did last year, blew a game coming back from Boston, 3-2. Mm-hmm. The Phillies, what they did last year, you know what I mean? And, 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 and up 2-0, going on the road, trying to close out get to the World Series, just blew it. The Eagles, blowing a Super Bowl last year. And then this year, what the Eagles did at the end of the year, how much can a fan base take before we just, you know, say, you know what, you know, enough is enough. Yeah, it's so almost Chuck. It's almost more pain. It's almost more painful than if the team stinks, right? If the team stinks, they stink, right? But when they already know what it is. Yeah, but when but, they're but close, the thing about it is to yeah. get that close. Yeah. That's like Hugh Douglas teams back in the early two thousands with the four straight NFC Championship games. Four of them. They got off the hump with one of them, but I mean that was hurtful, man. That was hurt. Well, because you start to believe, Chuck. I mean, and, and that's the thing that's hurt the most over the last couple of years. Chuck, man, we preached the phone call. Try to sit here and just be cool. Yeah, man. but you, you can't avoid that. I mean, he, well, what is he supposed he to say? Straight. Your teams and not mention that you were part of it? Well, I mean, you ain't got to say that. We all know. I mean, I felt it when you could have just said, hey, the time we went to the Super Bowl, went to the NFC Championship four times. You don't have to make it like personally about me. Yeah, but it's the like elephant it in the fault. room. It's like. Well, let, it, let, let the elephant stay in the room, man. No, every, no, every no. Now and then, we don't have to let the elephant be known. You know what? WIP does best call the elephant in the room out. That's what this radio station does. We don't allow elephants just to walk around in the room. Is. That's what it is. We call right. it out. I you know. I think Chuck is right. I think some of the source of frustration here, and maybe we're taking it out on Sirianni or Hertz or whoever Roseman, depending on the day, is we've had a lot of close but no cigar Especially the last couple in the, of years. Yeah, and in, 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 in this stretch that yeah. we've been in, I definitely get that. I definitely get it. And I know it's hard, man, and and, and you get frustrated. And you don't know how long these windows last. And you, you don't, don't have any more cracks you have. You don't. 
you know, we assume we fell apart this year. I know. I think there's an assumption the Eagles and Phillies will continue to knock on the door. How many more respective trips to title games do these two groups have together? I I don't know the answer. I mean, they're not going to be in the title game every year. The the Phillies are going to be in the league championship every year. That's why last year hurt because they had that. We we know it, and that's why the Eagles from last year hurt because even at ten and one this year. They weren't quite as good as they were the year before. 215-592-9494. Jerry, our guy Jerry, he's up next on WIP. What's up, Jerry? What's up, fellas? I'm What's live up, here in my therapy. I'm live here in my therapy with my people that are getting me back on the road again. Hey, hey Jerry. How you feeling, Jerry? The road to recovery going well? It's gone well. I got my boy Nate, my boy Connor, Andre, my man Brian. He runs the place, and and uh, Deja. So we're all here. I'm here getting getting ready to get down to business. I've been here for about a half hour, so we're all good. Good. I'm happy so to hear. Everybody here, say yo. What's up? What, what's up, guys? There you go. So yeah, so I, I, I'm ready to rock and roll. And uh, so here's my deal on Sirianni, though. Okay, he he he's a good coach, you know. How he's not going to fire him, but I think that they need to make a few adjustments. What do you want to see? What do you want to hear today, Jerry? When these guys talk, I, well, I'm, what I want to hear and what they're going to say is two different things. Like I don't want to. I know what's going to happen. Like the front office has always intervened. I just think that we need to let the coaches coach and let the owners own. You know what I mean? So I, I think, Jerry, a lot of people feel that way. If they're going to do it, though, they probably should hire you know a really strong coach. They hire these guys that are inexperienced, and then they feel they got to help them out. Well, that's, that's, that's what that they've no. done in the past few years. They've, they've done, that's what they've done. Mm. But one other thing on my boy Embiid. We're going we're gonna to end up knocking out Doc Rivers in the, in the second round. And we're going to keep moving on. The man's throwing up a historic year in Sixers history. If nobody realized that, but he is. By oh, the he is. You know, this is done. this is. I mean, he's scoring more points per minute than Wilt did in his best year. It's remarkable. Yeah, I mean, he may have been averaging fifty points a game by the end of the season. So, all right, guys, I appreciate your time. I'm 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 going to see you out with a. Wah, wah, wah. Have a good one, Jerry. Yeah, you got it, man. Right, Appreciate bro. it. There he goes, Jerry, our truck horn guy, getting better there. Yeah, uh, yeah Embiid is having a historic season. El- Elliot said it yesterday. It's one of the five greatest individual seasons in Philadelphia sports history. It's, it's. I don't. I wouldn't put a top five yet because we're not. I got to see him finish this thing right in the postseason. That matters a lot as part of this. Mm-hmm. But he's amazing right now. I mean, Joel Embiid is having an amazing, amazing season. Yeah, and I understand some people that are a little bit apprehensive on how they feel about him right now because they want to see it go on in the uh, postseason. postseason. Yeah, want to see the postseason. Yeah, I I also do though do think we're putting a lot on their ability to go far. I. I do you think the Sixers have a championship team this year? Like, like when you watch them. I, I don't. And I, I don't, and we'll have to see what Daryl Morey does at the trade deadline, if he can add to this. But I don't think they have enough to go win the title this you know, year. You know what's funny when I think about this team? And, and I know we, we talk about getting another piece, probably another shooter, or, or see what Maxie does. But I feel like this year would be a year that if, if there was an opportunity, then this would be it. I think that, you know, if you get – 
it feels like right now they have a little bit of continuity. Joel's playing well. I know we still got a lot of basketball left to play. But if we could keep – if he can keep that same energy that he has right now and we could translate that into the playoffs, I think so because you got the, the, the uh, supporting cast. It's been pretty decent around me. It's decent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been pretty decent. decent. Now, you just added – like the guy that I've, I've been talking about for the last couple of seasons, Jonathan Murray. It's your guy. Out of out of Atlanta because they've been trying to figure out what they wanted to do with him. Him and Trey do not coexist with one another, and there's been trade rumors about him for a while. I think it's kind of cooled off because Trey had that uh, he had a concussion or whatever. But I, I think that he would be a good fit. But it feels like the supporting cast members, everybody knows their role. And Joel and B. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the guy and he just seems like he's comfortable now so i would say this this might be a year and then you look at what's going on in boston right now we just talked about milwaukee like there might be a chance there. Yeah, I think Boston's the best team. Yeah, but they look a little dysfunctional. The coach, coach up there, Boston is—you know—he's getting a little bit of heat because they—they feel like he don't know what he's doing. So, well, that was last you know, year too, and they—they yeah. they ended up missing the finals. Yeah, look, I, I look, I think the Embiid excellence and the team thing is a little bit separate. Are, are, do they have enough to win a title right now? I don't think so. We'll see what more he does at the deadline. But Embiid is playing just amazing basketball. Will is in the Northeast. Hey, Will. Gentlemen, how y'all doing today? Good, What's Will. On, what you feeling? Oh man, listen. But I think uh, Sirianni, the question I would like to ask Sirianni is, first of all, 
what is your role as being a coach, number one? Number two is, what are you asking Jalen? How can we improve? How can we improve this team for the next season? What is going on with you? Like, what do we need to do to make this team better? You know what I'm saying? You got to understand, like I was saying the other day, you got to understand your team and you got to understand your quarterback. Mm. And if you're not, if you're not taking time out to understand the, the play calling he needs, uh, what he needs as far as, you know, um, my thing is what I believe they was missing last season and could have took them all away was a strong power back. Someone like Derrick Henry. And then Swift could get loose. Jalen could get loose. Because what I'll say about the, the power back, like the, uh, uh, Henry is, he will wear it down the defense. And once the defense is worn down, because it was, it was like, it was no, it, we didn't have that type of back that would, would wear the defense down. You know what I'm saying? And it will open up a lot of play actions, you know, little dump ball plays. It'll open up a lot of things. And also, use all the weapons that you have, man. We wasn't using none of the weapons. And then, one last thing. Please, 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 change that formation, man. You know what I'm saying? And I have faith in Howie because I think he knows what the team, the team needs. But what we really need is a real leader and a real a real uh, coach. Because if Sirianni can't take over, if the offensive coordinator can't get it done, then what, what good are you? Uh, Will, I agree. I mean, that, that's a big problem. And it was a big problem last year. Will, we appreciate it. One thing Will said there that I, I agree with is the Eagles weren't physical enough. I mean, not at all. And whether that's a big back or not, it, it could just be a way you play. I mean, look, the Ravens don't have a big back and or like a star back. They have Lamar. But I feel like the four teams playing this week and they all physically beat you up. Yeah, and that's what that's why for me, like it would be a whole revamping of the secondary because you have to be able to send that message. The one thing that stuck out to me this weekend when I watched these football games was the play of the secondary and the running game. The running game and the secondary players the guys, when they got to the next level, guys were, were not afraid to come up there and put a hat on somebody. And the tackles, like there was not a whole lot of yards after the catch. And if it was, it was it, you earned that. And I think that's what we have to be. We have to get back to that hard-nosed football, man. There's too many times, and I'm not picking on this person, but to sit there and point out how well your tackling game was and, and how you had a good game and you're not trying to hurt yourself or, or get any, any concussions, anything like that, I mean that that's not what I need in the secondary. That's not what I need out of out of out of a captain. I need I need my guys to be a little bit more aggressive than that. You know what else hit me watching the games this weekend? If the Dan Campbell thing was happening here, he'd be the most popular Philadelphia coach of all time. People would love it if it was happening here. Every time that guy talks about grit and toughness and playing for the city, it would be like Buddy Ryan, but if he knew what he was doing. I mean that it, that it would be amazing. If, if the, the, he was here. I mean, people would just fall in love with that. 215-592-9494. Our Twitter question sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Couple polls out, and one is a runaway. All right, first one is your confidence in Howie Roseman beginning to waver. 61% no. All right, so more than 60% still good on Howie, but about 40%. A little wavering on a two-time executive of the year in Howie Roseman. But how about this one? I mean, this one shows you where the public opinion is right now on Sirianni and his offense as we head towards the uh, press conference. About an hour from now, Sirianni, how are we going to speak? Should the Eagles' next coordinator, next OC, 
take the complete control of the offense or should he run Sirianni's offense? Hugh, we haven't had voting like this on a poll of ours in a while. Ready for this? What do you say? 94% want the new OC to take complete control of the offense. Yeah. I, I, 6% I can want Sirianni's man, offense ain't trying to, Ain't nobody trying to see this no more, man. Ain't nobody trying to see that, man. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, people are trying to see people are done with whatever the Sirianni offense is supposed to be. And I get it. I mean, if, if it's Kingsbury, if it's Gerard Johnson, those are the two names out there right now that the Eagles have interviewed. I, I'd like to see that person have full autonomy, call the plays. It's their offense. And Sirianni could go back to motivation, you know, his flower speeches, whatever we think he does around here. He could do that. And we'll let an uh, any offensive coordinator run their offense. 215-592-9494. We'll come back at your phone calls here. Presser aired live one hour from now on the station. And what do we want answers to today? We'll tell you what we're hoping to hear in this press conference coming up next. And a Joe Conklin special. All coming your way. 215-592-9494. Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Let's talk about my friends over at FanDuel. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports for two customers. Bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. I'm going over on Jameer Gibbs rushing yards this Sunday for Detroit. That San Francisco team is vulnerable on the ground, and Detroit is going to run the football. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. I really like the FanDuel up. Get started with $150 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to join today. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official Sportsbook partner of the NFL. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, 
Let's go places.